0: back to daily fantasy sports picks and bets it's the mix powered by Mayo media net here on youtube and presented by jock market download the daily fantasy app for free use the promo code mmn they're gonna match that first hundred bucks for free if it's free it's for me who am i it's your host john legeza at john legeza how creative on the bird app the big dude with the big mouth from the big apple big johnny stud coming to you worldwide as always from brooklyn new york Thank you all for coming along this wild ride as we bring you the final show of 2022. What a ride. It's been nuance and context literally just pouring out of our nose for the past 12 months and i hope you've you know enjoyed this wild thing of ours you know me kind of doing the one man band thing we're doing jock market daily plus betting and props x's and o's theory analysis application it's just like anything else you could possibly imagine to try and make this stuff interesting but enough of that we need more of this the fastest show in nfl absolutely anywhere it's week 17 we got cowboys we got titan in another just absolute slobber knocker on deck (laughs) yeah right all right let's start it as always with the blue chip stocks brought to you by jock market these are the highest projected players by run the sims people were getting at us on the internet where is this guy where is that guy blue chips are the highest projected players they were asking about mike williams he was a high projected player he was not on the next list which will be doing value analysis which is always a good thing to know does a player rank really high and if so is he coming in at a value we'll talk about that in the second pillar of profit let's do the blue chips on the cowboy side this one should not even be close just real quick cowboys appear to have locked up the five seed however if they win both games and philadelphia loses both philly has the saints and the giants not out of the question with hertz out the cowboys could win the division so i'm not sure we've heard some people talk about them taking the foot off the gas we don't know if they're going to play the cowboys are going to be playing for this right there's not a main slate the phillies outcome is not in yet so expect the Cowboys to give it their all against these Titans Dak Prescott projected at the top 21 and a half right below him C.D. Lamb then you get the nice fat drop off to Tony Pollard who has not practiced but is still being listed as questionable I don't know if I'm going to get with that then to Dalton Schultz at 12 love the matchup for him today and then wrap it up with Ezekiel Elliott without Pollard expect him to get a ton of work the Titans run defense is phenomenal we'll talk about that in a little while will with that pass catching work I oh, I mean, I'm going to have my eye on Malik Davis if Pollard is out. If not, it's probably Pollard extending the run game. Flip side to the Titans. I mean, the the Titans are a disaster right now. It's really, really bad. Tannehill out. Derrick Henry out. And on the flip side, like, Simmons out. And just the entire world will do that when we dive into the defenses. The Titans are the most injured team right now. And they should be competing, but this is a real disaster. So it's Hassan Haskins, who is projected at 12.9, the top player in the Titans, right above the bottom player right of the top 5 on the Cowboys should give you everything you need to know he's eye to eye with Malik Willis who looks just awful he does not look like a pro passer gosh it was just horrific horrific i think he posted the <laughs> the lowest passing prop ever and he then he didn't even come close to get it that's malik willis so this last two games yeah it was in relief of ryan Tannehill, 20 yards and then 99 yards yikes it's really really bad cowboys defense has struggled as of late but i don't think they're that bad so then it's traylon burks who's back 6.6 robert woods who probably gets bumped out of the picture with burks back at 5.9 and then chig Akonqua, who you know listen i actually really like him i think i'm taking a victory lap and a gold star because i mentioned him back in like week seven or eight in my speculator oracle for the athletic as a player that we'd really like to pop up the titans had a room for him and the spot but the quarterback play is disgusting all right let's dive into the defenses this is you know it could not be any different or maybe not all right so let's go last eight tennessee titans to start with we know they're a bit of a run funnel but we could put some you know we could quantify that so the titans have allowed 69 plays in 374 yards a game those are both in the bottom five let's get to right think about that they're in the bottom five with an excellent run d tell you how bad the pass defense has been so this is last eight tennessee titans run defense 0.17 Rush EPA per snap, top five, 72 yards a game, top three, 2.97 yards per rush, top two, 0.76 yards before contact per rush, top three, only one 20-yard rush allowed in the last eight weeks Hachi Machi Liberace last four for the run D is the same 68 yards a game 2.6 per rush 0.60 before contact per rush 0 20 yard rushes Tennessee Titan defense is ridiculous on the ground so it gets funneled to the pass pass defense last eight 43 attempts 27 completions for more than 300 yards per game over the last eight 11.6 yards per reception 34 20 yard completions that's worst in the league 12 touchdowns yikes zoom on just a touch last Four. again we are bringing the smoke here nuance context at the center of all of my work and if you appreciate it rate review and subscribe to the audio only pod i forgot to ask well sometimes i want to bring the heat first and when you're like wow this guy's kind of nuts yo we defining this dude let me give him a cartoon finger because that stuff matters more than it should last four for the tennessee titans through the air minus 0.18 epa per drop back bottom five 100 passer rating opposing bottom five 68 completion 27 completions for 315 yards a game those are both Bottom two, twelve yards per reception, nineteen twenty yards completions. That's also either dead last or bottom two. Sorry, I don't. I'm not so much into rankings as in conditional formatting. I think it's more important to know where it falls. Again, there's like bell curve stuff, where the belly of it is. But anyway, Titans pass funnel is legit. Right, it's not cherry picked. It's something we've seen for the entire year. Let's do the Cowboys on the season. It looks pretty good, right? This is we're going to do all the way out for the Cowboys. The pass defense. Top eight in EPA per dropback, Opposer passer rating, yards per game is 2.02 yards per game. Only 35, 20-yard completions. That's top five for the Cowboys. But the more you zoom in, the more the injuries have taken over. We see it hit that middle spot, last four, and now it's gotten last eight i'm sorry it's gotten bad last four the cowboys defense probably reflecting the titans just a touch very strong against the run four yards per rush 1.02 yards before contact per rush only two 20 yard rushes and two rushing touchdowns last four however the pass defense has been really bad they're funneling it against the secondary 36 attempts 23 completions 271 yards against 12.2 yards per reception 15 20 yards completions and nine touchdowns the only thing is the cowboys do have 13 interceptions keep that in mind with malik willis who's very bad at protecting the ball very bad at checking that defense we have a couple minutes here let's do the last four for tennessee what we might expect they play a a ton of too high man right that shell that we've talked about that kind of i don't want to call it prevent but probably for the newer listeners it's the easiest way to understand the right some just a little bit of the x's and o's when you hear about the two high shell you're talking about having two dbs break defensive backs playing way off the ball 20 yards 25 yards off the ball trying to disallow the long completions but it hasn't even worked so they're pairing it with man up front those numbers tennessee titans last four 26 percent man coverage 32 percent too high those are both near the top of the board and they're using a combination, right so you're getting like a two high two man underneath and then the zone behind it and again it really hasn't worked they are extremely injured i mentioned that i had to, you have to see this to believe it it's really something so again just for people i know, not get a lot of people ask me like how do you break down this stuff down when do you get all this information like i know that for a fact objectively like i'm bringing more data than most people and that's a two-man team and a three-man team and like me and the producer hat tip to my boy Xavier and cam and matt we love you yo you guys are really taking me who's not that good and making it look a lot better than it should we like to look at the practice report i use rw then we want to look at the Man, I, and then the injury report, right? So it's practice report, injury report. Sorry, I had to stammer there for a second. Practice report for the Titans. Okay. We've got Dylan Cole, linebacker, did not practice. Zach Cunningham, linebacker, did not practice. Bud Dupree, linebacker, did not practice. Christian Fulton, limited practice, but he's doubtful. Derek Henry, limited practice, but he's doubtful. Amani Hooker, safety, did not practice. He's out. Petit Frere, uh, offensive tackle, did not practice. He's out. Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle, did not practice. He's out. Ryan Tannehill, did not practice. Defense, uh, out. And Josh Thompson as well. And that's just a practice report. Remember, the injury report is guys that are already out so this it's just ridiculous this is all from mid-december jonathan hawkins terrence Steele. oh i'm sorry wrong. oh gosh wrong side that is the cowboys sorry see i get a little bit ahead of myself these things happen when you're banging the drum and blowing the kazoo and all that other stuff that i tend to do all right tennessee Titans. I knew it didn't look right. this is. it didn't look long enough from december 17th don'tro hilliard cj board rad news the offensive of tackle terrence mitchell the cornerback, ben jones the center uh, Nate Davis, the guard. Those are all injured reserve with Kyle Phillips, wide receiver, Tannehill, we mentioned, is out. Simmons. I mean, it is just absolutely ridiculous. And like I mentioned, Fulton, though limited, did get the doubtful tag. Same for DeNico Autry. Defensive end is awful. Doubtful with the bicep. The Tennessee Titans are absolutely decimated. I have no idea how they plan to do anything against the Cowboys on a defensive end. I think the Cowboys just go absolutely. Ah, absolutely bananas the Titans run scheme is still really really good and with Pollard down I think you'll get a good dose of Zeke I just don't think he's going to do much he's also not very efficient and he doesn't really catch the ball much so I think as far as blue chips go Zeke is probably pretty limited again we're hearing people talk about Dallas kind of not take this game seriously and not look for too much I'm looking at this Dallas offense to pass few games like off the bye they've just been awesome Dak's gone over 255 yards in every game but one against Indianapolis where they had that crazy blowout right there's um, no need to throw right I think they hung 54 points in that game so Cowboys at the top to me it is the pass game give me Prescott give me lamb i also really like schultz i did mention tennessee plays a lot of man coverage remember if you've been following this program then you know when dallas faces man he also looks to gallop so i'd have gallop as the tertiary piece right over let's say noah brown that's where he kind of gets a little mishmash right where that's gonna go and then we saw um what's his face T.Y. Hilton right I'm not expecting much of that or, or anything although again the splash plays always in the cards but for me blue chips it's Prescott it's Lamb it's Schultz I'd like to get with Malik Davis almost maybe regardless even if Pollard plays maybe we could take advantage of both narratives right Dallas playing and looking to get ahead that doesn't mean they're going to risk a good player if dallas gets ahead a score or two i think you expect to not see much of pollard if at first tennessee manages to score muff punt early on the board zeke is getting jammed up maybe you will see pollard in a limited effect catching some passes but because of the q tag and i'm not practicing i don't think i'm going to go there keep malik davis in mind Flipside titans i don't think they have a blue chip player here i just don't right i don't think so sometimes we talk about oh the run back it's not critical right if you think the game's going to be an absolute blow i think this is an absolute blowout i very rarely call for that right i'm the guy talking about every nfl game is generally closer to 50 50 than we'd like to admit regardless of the silly odds we get sometimes right i make my money betting underdogs in general this to me is a boat race is going to be out of hand really quick i think the public tends to look at some recency data right dallas defense is falling apart well you have to be able to do something against it right so yes dallas has gotten touched up but against quality right so in, even in order to take care of a wounded animal right you need teeth, you know to do that so I'm, um, i'm just not sure you know Minshew and lawrence have both been playing excellent and they you know hit you with the ceiling game matt ryan is not very good give you 233 daniel jones is just okay give you 230 right so they're kind of going along with the quality but when you get passing offenses they've been able to uh get at them i just don't think tennessee has that right so you can get it Dallas. i just don't think tennessee has it so boom that will do it there are your blue chips give me all the cowboys give me none of the titans i think this one is just an absolute absolute disaster so now that we are across the half field mark i got some granular pass catching data some other stuff let's do our cost value analysis but first a big breath for the big dude all right second pillar of profit it's our penny stock section brought to you by jock market love that download the app rate review and subscribe to all our stuff because it matters more than it should man i don't know what happened the other day i caught some funk for not having mike williams on the sheet i'm sorry this is math people remember this is a cost analysis section we're using run the sims projection we're also using the given dk salary to come up with an objective cost per point if your favorite player is not on here it's just a math thing don't yell at me two qbs three running backs five wide receivers and a tight end again audio only listeners feel free to jump over to youtube feel free to jump over to twitter you get all these the graphics of course are free you could thank patty mayo tag him and let him know how good of a job we're doing ah this one is just a pure disaster and also for my jock market people this is a short opportunity okay no one else is kind of bringing the smoke like this as far as this amalgamation of dk and jock market let's dive right into it you'll see what i mean dak prescott 21.6 21.6 projection 10.6 salary the cost per point at 491 Malik Willis 12.4 projection 8.6 salary cost per point 694 what's it mean well our favorite lesson it means value is a rate right stat and just because something is cheaper doesn't make it a better value give me Prescott by a mile the thing I wanted to bring your attention to is again the IPO right so this is what why we stick out here at Mayo Media and well I stick out for more than a few reasons but one of the reasons I stick out is because you know I'm gonna go do that work, put all the chips on the table and help that make our decision. And where I'm going again, Malik Willis has a better than ten dollar projected IPO. Now that's always to be expected because he's a quarterback and handles the ball a lot. However, Jock Market, you gotta finish, you know, in the top four, I think, to profit on that. I'm shorting Malik Willis today. There's a chance he does absolutely nothing. Right, we saw that. We've seen this movie already once before. So it's not like it's out of the question. It was also against a Texans defense, which is not that good. Yes, they've played ferocious as of late. Right? We want to give them that. They're making splash plays. They're doing some nice things. The effort level is through the roof. However, they turned over Willis twice. He threw for less than 100 yards, ran seven times for 43. Yes, he got to the end zone, but again, that's a Texans run defense that is extremely poor there is a chance the Dallas Cowboys just wipe the absolute floor with this guy you know yeah they have an injury in the secondary but they're healthy up front I think Dallas just dominates at the point of attack if Malik Willis is at 10 bucks you bet your bottom dollar I'll be shorting him today and now a quick note on that if you do want to short it's tough for the newer players because you have to pay out meaning for every share you want to short you have to lay out the 25 dollars to short right so the assumption is he finishes as the top play so don't be nervous when you see that come out of the account but then as he does not produce hopefully right that number goes down so again if malik willis finishes at the bottom he does nothing you know there's a pathway to just like absolutely crush right if you short him at ten dollars and he finishes at two you destroyed that All right, let's get into the running backs again. This is really kind of nothing, nothing to do here. Hassan Haskins projected for thirteen points purely on volume at three thousand dollars salary makes him a must play. Two thirty three cost per point. His projection ownership at sixty four is probably a little bit low, but again, you got to get with him, right? So I don't think in showdowns they allow you to go with purely one team. You go with Haskins. He's going to touch the ball again. The salary allows you to get with all of the Cowboys and go play for that allow not just to play for like the forty-two-zero game but allow you to play with the backups as well right get haskins um get dave believe davis in there and then you know like a like a what's a pender shot you know one of those guys like i'd rather go that way i'd rather my ipo portfolio my jack market portfolio reflect backup cowboys than titans that's how far down i am them you know we mentioned pollard And Zeke projected similarly, Salaris similarly, because we don't know exactly how it's going to shake out. We've seen them both just really be fantasy viable on pretty much the entire season. you know. And that's a really great spot for them when you're knowing that going into the game, they're both going to get north of 15 touches. I'm just, again, worried about Pollard they uh, they're leaning like he's gonna play you know it's questionable but it's dnp 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 makes it a little tough for me to chalk him in for playing Again, Cowboys know this game is very important. They also know Zeke is probably going to struggle between the tackles. Maybe it's a juke move. I don't know. So I'm going to have a hard time paying for Pollard. And if you'll notice, the IPO, I double checked this. His IPO is coming in at four and change. The market's expectation is he's not going to play, regardless of the Q tag. Replace that for Malik Davis, if anything. And I have a tough time with Elliott, but you can't really short him because he's a pop for a touchdown, right? He's still efficient with the three yards. You need three, you get your three. You need five, you get your three you need one who gets you three so it's elliot on usage haskins on usage powered am probably fading as far as a running back room and then i really like malik davis i know I keep mentioning it but again he's like the pass catching guy so we could see him catch passes out of the backfield let's do some pass catching stuff these are the names and then we'll do some of the stats that i know everybody loves so very 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 much at the top it's cd lamb the best receiver also known as the best value so what's that mean you chalk him up as a captain right? it's not my Yep, my opinion i'm just translating projections if a player is at the top of the blue chip section and also at the top of the penny stock section meaning he has the best chance of being the top producer but then also clearing a best value you put lamb in the captain that's the best way to do it without having to you know listen to me and um, we can get that at the end Boy, listen to me has not been that great man me trying to single out props has been an absolute unmitigated disasterino, but I mean, that's part of the game. It's just kind of what it is. Trust me, I want to win. We don't control that stuff. So Lamb at 19.4 to Brown at 8.5 and Gallup 10.2. Gallup projected higher than Brown, which I expect. I do like him. Their cost report coming in similar. So since I mentioned Gallup's usage against man, I've got that right here. I know we didn't do it. This is with Dak Prescott versus man coverage. CD Lamb. 18 targets at 26% target per route 13 for two 36 and one six explosive receptions keep that in mind so it's cdl by a mile when dak identifies man that's where he wants to go but right after that it's Gallup with 17 targets they're equal 26% target per run so not only is the target equal the rate is also equal nine for 89 and one down to brown 10 targets 19% target per route Four thirty-three and one very similar to Schultz, right? Spider-Man, Jeff. 10 targets, 19% target per right run, 9 from 90 and 1. The one thing that Schultz has going for him, so you can see him at the bottom there, is Tennessee has really struggled defending tight ends, right? They're, they're kind of getting caught in the middle. They press so hard in the front to get the run with all this kind of creative movement, it leaves spaces underneath, right? and Then they have the two high shells. So think of... Tennessee you know the Oreo cookie right they're strong in the cookies they're weak in the cream I don't know if anyone's ever used that analogy before for defenses but that's where Schultz is going to sit right in that cream filling Tennessee defense bottom four against tight ends year to date 87 catches for 10 43 and 6 wow yo, <laughs> tight end one pro bowler against Tennessee they've allowed also the most tight end targets that's at 124 12 different tight ends have gone over I wanted to put 40 yards because that's what the But it's 30 yards. So 12 tight ends, over 39 yards. It's funny how this is going to matter. Schultz has gone over 40 in 5 of 9. I actually found his prop below that at 38.5. That's a teaser for the last section. Back into the cost stuff. So for values, let's put the bow on it and then do some catching stats. Prescott over Willis, shorting Willis. Haskins for opportunity. Zeke for touchdown equity pollard i think i gotta get away from i'm worried even if he plays he doesn't hang in long enough i like malik davis cd lamb greater than sign greater than sign greater than sign he's my captain i'm fading noah brown and my own you know risk to get with michael gallup as my tertiary piece with dalton schultz fading burks fading woods getting away from all the titans but to burks and woods you'll see the ipo at 435 they're viable in jock market the cost per point may not make it palatable for DK but 435 IPO for a guy like Burks that could tear it and become the focal point of the target share of whatever a limited amount of passing that they do i'd be getting away from woods with burks back altogether schultz again we really really like nine dollar ipo not so sure so that's like a little bit of how you know we come to these determinations you get some shows i like schultz well it's not that easy we're talking about multiple games what do you like them for you know and I, again i'm trying not to cop out and i think that's why i take so many l's because i'm so direct my analysis and i I, you know i recommend people do the same right especially as a better as a better you have to be sure as a jock market player you can be a little less certain build a portfolio change your leverage depending on the play and in dk if you're going to mass center you kind of just make up all your narratives and that's why people enjoy it so much right it gives you so many different outs so i got another minute let's blow through some pass catching stuff this is the last month what you'd expect from dow cd lamb at the very very top Leading the way in targets with 31. Leading the way in catches. He has almost twice as many catches as anyone else at 27. 350 yards. More than double anyone else. And three touchdowns. So it's CeeDee Lamb's world absolutely. Eight targets a game. 88 yards per game. Just blowing it up. 2.4 yards per run, 23-team target. 24-team air. Everything that you want to see. And now we're getting him mixed into the slot. They did that against Philadelphia. So as Dallas gets more comfortable using C.D. in the slot. Making him like it's almost like a cooper cup type of role right the like pseudo cooper cup role it's cd lamb to the absolute moon after that it's dalton schultz that's why you always want to be looking at him six targets a game 44 yards a game 1.34 yards per run right behind cd lamb really across the board 18 team target 22 team air then after that becomes the mishmash where gallup pollard noah brown all very very similar as far as targets reception receiving yards or just everything that we look for team target all between 16 and 17 you know target per run all between 20 and 22 you know i nine, sorry 19 and 22. so all really 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 close so i have found it's probably a zone man thing when we get the man, I think Dak likes Gallup's ability to win one on one. When it's zone, maybe Brown is a bit higher IQ. Right, knows where to sit. Not about him. smarter. I mean, to, I hate to make it sound like that. Something like, like he's smarter than player B. It's more of a cerebral thing. Defeating his zone, knowing exactly where to sit. Right, the play might tell you here X coordinate, but the real true answer might be a little bit off. And then it becomes that symbiosis between pass catcher and quarterback knowing how to defeat the zone, right? So that's why zone relationships really, really matter. I think Schultz gets the leg up there. And again, when you're getting 30% man, you're going to be seeing zone. So it's not to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I do like Gallup because he's always a little bit sneaky against man. And I am going to stick with my bald boy Schultz on the flip side, Tennessee. It's been all Robert Woods, but they have had injuries. Hooper, I believe is back this time around, you know, and with him, He's just going to soak up everything that people want from Chig. Chig and Hooper, it's been a Spider-Man meme. Both of them over the last four, exactly 4.5 targets per game. Three and change receptions per game. Between 36 and 44 receiving yards per game. Between 22 and 24 targets per route run. You know, Chig has the better yards per route run because he's got the much better yak ability, but it's really, really gross for the titans it had been again woods five targets a game but only 24 yards a game then hooper i mean again burks not on the list here because of the injury so it can become tough again you know without splitting these things a million different ways to where it's going to go and then we had games with um tannahill so you have to throw that out as well who not is exactly this like you know elite precision passer but maybe next to the he is so yeah, I, I feel like I've given you every reason to just run 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 from the Titans decimated with injuries really tough quarterback situation missing the all-pro running back I mean this one to me is just an absolute boat race I haven't bet a double-digit spread yet this year and this really might be the one I don't I'm just not seeing it I think people are erroneously tagging Dallas as a struggling defense they've played really good offenses and had some injuries that just collided improperly for them right it was just the poorest of lineups right you're missing if you're missing cover guys you don't want to be facing the eagles even if they're missing hurts mid the rock and roller right he's going to throw it he's going to challenge you so I don't think the titans are going to get it so if you're telling me the pathway for dallas to get blown up is you know malik willis just lighting them up outside the numbers i'm gonna let you chase that narrative i don't want that one ba 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 boom rate review and subscribe those are the penny stocks all the values you can stomach baby don't forget my boy malik davis today we are in the green zone let's get the ball to the goal line get my big old arse in the end zone so i can start dancing through my happy new year Dance, but first, before I got this prop for you, let me just catch my breath. And I think I gotta rip off a nice sneeze that I've been holding, man. Yes, I'm looking out for you. I saved you that bad boy. All right, let's wrap it up strong. Third pillar prop and tell you there is nothing like ripping off data while your nose is itching. You're trying not to cough. Remember, before I you know began bringing people what i hope is the best content ever i'm just a total sponge i really like to know everything that's going on out there how people are approaching it if they're doing things i'm doing differently or maybe opening my eyes to something i might be doing wrong and i know i'm a bit i i hated that the sniffling the coughing the breathing again one of the things i've i've pushed to the fore is controlling my breathing and for people that have asked me about content stuff great way to practice while you're reading to your kids you know you learn not to do that i didn't want to do it to you though (gasps) you know you just want to avoid that stuff remember there isn't entertainment level to this all right let's get it thursday night foosball props my gosh my prop tickets have been absolutely decimated the win-loss percentage is despicable it's funny because we're only down my patreon page you can follow it all and again i really like to think i bring the value it's worth money although it's free so i'm not hoping about shilling for something free i bring all the data so all the data that i present here you are free to go get it on twitter or my patreon page. It's all free direct links right to it all the stuff you're hearing advanced data for offense defense pass catching and the like Gosh, the props I've picked have just been awful. If you're listening to the show, this is really my favorite part of it, not losing. But hearing back from people saying, Johnny, the analysis is the best in the game. I took it and played this. I took it and played this. I took it and played this. Did all this winning, and your play lost. And it's like, last, the last show is a perfect example. We mentioned interceptions for both quarterbacks, got them both. We mentioned the team total under, got it. The Eckler, we missed. And again, it was like, oh, I'm perfect. and I, well, well. No, Eckler, we missed the, the total yards. And I had put Gerald Everett, who for the first time in his life, you know, doesn't get a target, doesn't catch a pass. I could not believe it in that Charger game. And like, again, these things happen. I burn myself sometimes trying to be too granular. And I think... It's probably why it makes a lot more sense in football to draw a more robust ticket, but that doesn't mean risk more. Right? It's like, oh, the way to gambling and winning success is to bet 10 times what you used to. No, no, no. If you're going to bet 10, you continue, if you're comfortable and smart betting 10, you continue to bet 10. But maybe it's five bets at $2 rather than one bet at $10 and give yourself the opportunity to profit as a whole, right? Because that's what it's come down to. I try and boil these things down to my favorite play, but it becomes like win or lose, and now these things are a coin flip. And if you miss five or six in a row, you look like a shtenad, you look like you don't know what you're talking about, and you look like I'm leading people into the flames. It's just not the case, man. You know I don't just pick these things out of a had. You know I present all the data. So let's get into it. Let me mention it. I got Dak Prescott over and a half. This one feels like the market is expecting... Dallas to take their foot off the break. Okay, 235 and a half from week eight. 250, 265, 276, 261. Um, four in a row. 170 floor game against Indianapolis. Weird game script. Then 284, 256, 347. Dak has gone over this number every single game. That's seven out of eight against one of the poorest Past defenses in the league, we mentioned those numbers, 315 yards allowed per game last four. Give me Dak Prescott, over 235 and a half. I'm not, I'm telling you, I'm just not seeing this where they sit Dak Prescott in a game where if they win out, GOAT might win the division without Philadelphia's results given. Again, I think Philadelphia beats the Saints. I'm not sure it's that, you yeah, know, people laugh at the Giants, they're a joke, they're a joke, they're a joke. The Giants are going to mop the floor at the Colts. This week, I don't know, again, I just think it's closer than you think. I don't think we could speak for two games in a row for Philadelphia where Dallas can say, ah, whatever, I'm going to sit Prescott. I think he goes well north of 235.5 today. Again, Tennessee having a habit of, you know, frustrating people between the tackles and maybe the pass game is a screen game even. So give me Dak Prescott over 235 and then also Dalton Schultz over 38.5. It just goes over every... Every week. So in that t- same time frame, right? We're looking for 38 and a half. This is back to week seven after the return. 49, check. 74, check. 54, check. 22, 31, 33. Three in a row. Not any good. Then 87 and 43 with another floor game in the middle. So we've seen it. And I think we get it today. The tight end matchup again is very good. The, Tennessee has really really struggled against tight ends, and it's everything, it's year to day, it's on the season, their bottom three in fantasy points allowed, 87 for ten, forty-three and six, I mentioned that, last four, 38 for three, eighty-five and two, their second worst, right, 31st worst against the tight end position, so I think um, Schultz has some work coming to him, he's the third read against the man, he's one of the top reads against zone and i think he'll be pushed to the four as the running back game the running game gets stunted so give me prescott over 235 dalton schultz over 38 and a half and that will do it thanks so much for picking up what we're putting down please download the jock market app use the promo code mmn because it lets you them know that we're sending you to them i don't know rate review and subscribe whatever get up in the comments tag patty on twitter it's the last show of 2022 and uh, hopefully not the last show of the season I'm not really sure and that's you know that's how these things go so if you love this show and want more of it here is your chance get up on Twitter get up in the comments five star review and say hey that crazy man yelling at his computer is super duper helpful you know that he goes and wakes up before the crack of dawn every damn day to bring us the you know stats the X's and O's and everything that you're getting here with the bang of chips so again thanks so much for picking up what we're putting down we really really do appreciate your time you know that's something that i do not joke around about we got one you know go around on the carousel every minute is very precious and i like to think that the ones you spend with me you feel like i've prepared you for right i'm preparing for so enjoy the game enjoy your day when we're done with the book enjoy that pay remember everybody when you work this hard it feels a lot less like luck happy happy new year do not drive when you drink if you are that poor i will venmo you cab money please do not drive drunk it is so ridiculously stupid new year's eve is amateur night i was a party animal growing up i used to take pride in like not going nuts on new year's eve because i always felt like like, that's one of the whatever all no, the fugazes are out there you know acting the fool not knowing how to act not knowing how to handle their liquor do not put yourself your friends or your family at risk because that's really what matters all right everybody oh, in case this is the last show love you very very much Follow me up on Twitter. Hit me up. I make time for you. we got baseball coming up right around the corner. The family baseball prep is coming. The rankings are on the way. And I'll be covering NFL playoffs no matter what. Hop on the Patreon page. Grab all that cool data. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Yo, peace.